Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players by trumpet players and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the qualified queen of quinoa, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. We don't mean to brag, but this thing kind of caught on. You know, that's right. The world's a better place because of the World Trumpet Federation. And we don't mean just the trumpet part. We mean the world part, too. Lives have been changed. Paths have been altered. That's right. We've upped our standards. Now up yours. Home to the Open Bell Podcast and so much more, the WTF is here to serve you, our trumpet-playing friends from around the globe. So head on over to worldtrumpetfederation.com today. And by the Horn Hospital, LLC. Located in Marysville, Pennsylvania, just outside Harrisburg, and a short drive in the country from Messiah University, you will find the Horn Hospital. And in addition to having the best name in the instrument repair business, the Horn Hospital is a full-service music store with music accessories, rentals, and new instruments for purchase. In fact, they are the local S.E. Shires dealership in our region. The Horn Hospital is owned and operated by Jim Houndstein, and I have trusted Jim for years to take care of my instruments when it's time for some TLC. He is a master craftsman and repairman, and he and his staff do an excellent job in servicing many of the music programs here in South Central Pennsylvania. If you're looking for some personal attention for your own horns or a new go-to place for all of your musical needs, go to www.hornhospital.com and check them out. The online store is easy to use, and you can trust Jim and his team to give you top-notch service. That's the Horn Hospital, LLC, located in Marysville, Pennsylvania. Tell them the boys from the Open Bell sent you. The Open Bell is comprised of three segments, warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to cue, quest, and query information that we believe is qualified to quiet trumpet quantities. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dance the Rapper Gosling. <laughs> If you're ready to drop your third mixtape and your chops are feeling bad, well, no problem. Dance the Rapper has the juice for you in the form of this perfect little lip treatment that will feel like cocoa butter kisses on your tired face. Get on over to chopsaver.com and take a chance. And now for someone on whom this reference was completely lost. Hey, Brian. Hey, come on. I know Chance the Rapper. Come on. I live under a rock. I am by myself. mm, Wow. Come on, Chance, Chance deserves a shout out on the Open Bell podcast. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so um, my warming up for this week is um, I go back to, you know, my heart and soul, and that's my absolute love of trumpet and trumpet history. Yeah, of Wait course. Wait a second. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so I want to talk about one of my favorite moments in trumpet history. <laughs> and for this, you go all the way back to the 1720s. Of course. Who um, wouldn't? Yeah, where there was, well, an amazing singer named, um, stage name was Farinelli. um, Mm. And he was, his actual name was Carlo Maria Michelangelo Nicola uh, Borsky, Italian castrato singer. So saying extreme upper register stuff. My people. And there's an amazing story of this castrato. in Italy doing uh, opera, an opera or singing a recital, I guess, and with an orchestra. And in this recital um, did a piece 
where there was a trumpet obligato. And as they were doing the recitals one after another, um, they sort of got into a little competition. Mm. And um, one night um, he added all this extra ornamentation and register shifts and um, improvisation and just sort of buried the trumpet player. And uh, so it's an example of Farinelli's greatness as a, as a soloist. And it was recounted by this music historian, historian Charles Burney, uh, British um, music historian. Now, I actually think that Farinelli made this up. And one of the... <laughs> and okay. that Farinelli I like, I like didn't, where you're beat the, going. didn't beat the trumpet player. And one of the reasons is that Charles Barney wasn't even alive when this duel happened. And I think Farinelli needed to brandish his credentials, burnish his credentials, I guess is the right, right term, right? And um, needed to uh, show, uh, needed to have a little story by, and that what better way to do it than showing that you beat the trumpet player. And uh, so everybody wants to, you know, say they beat the trumpet player, even though they don't ever beat the trumpet player because no, trumpet players, right. Cause trumpet right. players office are, are awesome. So I and, think right. this, and we're undefeated. We're undefeated. undefeated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In music. In all course. the wars. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, so I just wanted to make sure that everybody remembers that we are undefeated as trumpet players and that I, I wanted to go back to my, my first true love, which is trumpet and trumpet history. Wow, not even mention. Obviously, yeah. Of the that's cornet tonight. No, that that's, makes that's, total sense. I mean, this is a trumpet podcast. You yeah. finally came around. It's right. Well, that's great. I, actually, <laughs> so there's another part of this, and that's that. Um, that's not the part you wanted to talk about. It is the part I wanted to talk about. You're just mentioning <laughs> that part. Just <laughs> mentioning it. But <laughs> Bernie actually wrote a book um, talking about how great the cornet is and cornet players in Britain, and so I think that's another reason that he was down on trumpet players and oh. why he added a layer mm. of authenticity oh. to this apocryphal mm. story about Farinelli beating the trumpet player. Maybe he was just playing two truths and a lie with a couple of buddies. <laughs> Somebody picked it up I, decades later. I like this. I like this idea. This yeah. is a great idea. This is what it is. Could <laughs> yeah. you imagine that? No. Right. That's this, awesome. This dude, thing. Anton Weidinger, <laughs> Valentine Snow, they're playing two truths and a lie. Yeah. Yeah, what I, we don't really know is that is the Hummels really in D, right? <laughs> <laughs> they just put it that way to mess with people. Hey, if yep. you put it in E, that'll mess with them. That'll Nobody mess with people. Play in e. Let's do that. Yeah. People don't know it's an E. Yeah, I think people know now it's an E. Well, yeah. A lot of people don't. I know mean, that. I didn't know when I was in high school it was an E. I wonder I if you thought like future Anton's going to like it in this key. <laughs> <laughs> They make him make him look really good because I mean anybody can play in D. I mean the whole Baroque era is in D. That's yeah. Right. So yeah. in E, hey, they've yeah, really done now, something here. Now we're gonna look like heroes. Yeah. The new instrument. Wow. Yeah. Well, Brian, that's that's a that's a nice and interesting start. Joey, what do you have for us? Well, listen, I want to talk to you about the cornet tonight. I think it's really important. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's <Yeah>. happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've done my recital at, at ITG, and now obviously I opened. With the piccolo trumpet but how do you close the recital i think that's the important part with the how, best instrument. how are you going to close a recital i want you to think about yeah. how many recitals you think where the encore or the extra piece what do you do you pull out a cornet solo pull out a cornet is there a solo. better way to go right, right? no because no. you've no. got you've got 
you've got that sound, the really warm, the nice, the mm -hmm. mellow, but mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. still have the flash available to you, <laughs> right? Right. And right. in no way harsh, just uh, so you've got everything you need right there. So I love it. This is why I close my recital. You got to be thinking, I don't think people know about this. And I don't know why no one has ever brought it up on this show before. The idea <laughs> right. that really, especially as a solo instrument, we should be thinking about the cornet. I mean, you listen, know. we've got the Arbenz book, right? And we all know the Arbenz right. book often referred to as the trumpet Bible, which is interesting. What instrument did Mr. Arbenz play? <laughs> yeah. The cornet. Mr. Arben, He's Mr. Arben, a cornet player. Mr. Arben played the cornet. So right. really, it's the cornet Bible. Right? It is. And Amen. this is really how we should be looking at this sort of thing. He was a very religious man. A very religious <laughs> man. So I, I just wanted to bring that up as I, I think this gets overlooked a lot. And especially on this podcast, I don't think this gets enough light that really, if we're thinking about these yeah. solo instruments, there's a lot of lid out there and a whole different sound and approach that comes with bringing the cornet to that really nice musical setting. So we should be really looking out for this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's right. Upside down world. Yeah. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. So well, what, do you, what do you got this? What well, do you got for us this afternoon? It's interesting. Bill? It's actually a great segue because we we had talked in a, a faculty meeting uh, here with the end of the year that in the ways that we wanted to open the new academic year in the fall and looking ahead to some plans that we have for the way we use our weekly performance class time and all that and we decided that we're going to open with a faculty recital and I was just wanted to ask your your opinion on this because I was thinking about revisiting uh, the Marcel Biche for variations which is a piece I love, and I'm thinking about doing it on cornet as I've done before, and I wondered <laughs> where you guys stood on that. Oh, yeah. Now, I think that's the way to go. I, I'm thinking, obvious. too. I mean, I, I have played it on cornet before and on trumpet, and I really prefer it on cornet, but I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Well, let's 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 look at the history here. I don't know if uh, anybody else in this, uh, in this podcast knows any of the history of the cornet, but essentially, who wrote this piece? <laughs> Uh, Marcel Biche, French now, composer, so however. A French composer, right? So right. where did the cornet really come in, into prominence? Well, in France. Well, this is what I'm saying. Right, right, <laughs> right. back to Mr. Arben. <laughs> right. We go right back in the, you know, the 1800s. We're talking about this is cornet history. The lineage of that piece is through cornet history. There right. you go. He would have right. been informed and inspired by that sound. Exactly. I think that's the sound looking for. So well, a trumpet might just be a bit uh, a little brutish, maybe a little harsh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really you're think, you yeah. support the idea then of me playing this on the corner. I don't think there's any other way to go, especially yeah. considering the history. If only someone else had been giving this this kind of information, that would have been valuable all along. Here's My what I think. Hurts. Maybe what we need to do, and this is I'm just spitballing here. All right. Yeah. Give me some uh, ideas. Give me. Some but ideas. maybe you know we've got we've got uh, warming up a couple things. No offense. Do we need yeah. cornet corner? We, we, Do we might. Need, I mean, we, just to bring some attention to this overlooked. We're you know, clearly, <laughs> clearly neglecting it. Yeah, I'd like to you get know? some good, in, clearly good quality information out on the cornet. You know, here. Joey, I think you and I tonight have really kind of shed light on something that needs to be addressed yeah, on this podcast. It's, about it's a change. Time. Yeah. Uh, it's We're a shame that's, that's been happening level. all yeah. along. Maybe, yeah, that maybe maybe next week. We'll, uh, now, our next season. This yeah. is the end of season two for us. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe next season we'll have to add Cornet Corner here to try and get yeah. some good information out there. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. You just have to tune in and tune and see. I feel like we're ghosting yeah. the ghost is what I feel like we're doing right now. <laughs> wow. <We're>... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, I think that's great. Well, listen, boys, since it is episode 90, I'm not going to torture you with Jeopardy or I'm not going to make you play the five second rule or, Thank or you. you know, the newlywed game, which was a complete <laughs> failure. You guys don't know anything about that. one another we're, we're, at all. We're not, we're not very good. <laughs> what color is Brian's beige Corolla? Yeah. I don't know. It's invisible. Uh, no one's ever seen it. That's right. It's translucent. <laughs> yes. Essentially. He's invisible. But it is time like for the Wonder open Woman's bell. Airplane. Yes. It's <laughs> good. Wow. I have. And you're out. <laughs> uh, it is time for the open bell mailbag. Oh, yes. Mailbag. I love this. There we go. All right. Here we go. Just a few emails Karen has put together for us. Speaking of which. Uh-oh. I know you guys have been concerned. She will uh, be back for next okay. week. Good. I managed we, to. We have, I got made a retention offer. Come to an agreement. There we go. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And thanks to Dan Gosling, somehow he got involved. Uh, this is going to be apparently is involving separate shipments. Oh, right. So what we get here at headquarters, but apparently worked out something where she's got her own, her own supply chain now. Yeah. Wow. Did she so get a hat know. too? That was a sticking point. It was a sticking point. I think point. she wanted a hat. I, she got, I gave her my hat, actually. <laughs> oh, that's how that works. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I just took yeah. one for the team. Anyway, yeah. thanks for thank that. goodness, because for as much effort as she is, she's worth she's worth her weight in gold. Of course. But, yeah. You know. Couldn't do the All show right. without her. Nope. Impossible. All right. Email number one. Thank you for promoting so much about Chop Saver that I have now bought a six-pack of Chop Saver. I was skeptical about it, but after using it for a couple of days, I really see a difference in my playing. My day-to-day chops feel ready to go and uh, been using at the beginning of each and every heavy practice or rehearsal day. Uh, and that's part one. Part two, lastly, I love the recent episode about the Artunian Concerto and wanted to give a suggestion about possibly doing an episode on the Canon Sonata and, of course, Petite Piece Concertant. <laughs> Thank you, Maximino from Los Angeles, California. Oh, uh, Maximino, thanks no, for Maximino. writing in again. He's written in a few times. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, we love hearing from the listeners. And listen, I mean, Chop Saver, it's about, it's just about time. I mean, what it's, do we have to do? Yeah. We, no. w- look, and I was a hard sell on this too from the beginning, Maximino, but once I tried, I was in a few days, I'm like, yeah, no, this is it. I'd never go back. No, this is the real stuff. It's just better than everything else. So you should just use it. Now, going forward, we have talked about what pieces we would go, go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we were trying to decide, of course, do we go with stuff that we know people are going to play a lot or might end up on audition lists, or do we just kind of go with stuff we want to talk about? Right, and that's the hard part. I mean, we're going to have to do some hard discussions at the uh, WTF retreat coming up here on mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. exactly where to go, because I think we kind of walk that line of we want to be doing great pieces of music that people should be playing. Right. right. So I think that was a, an easy one with the Artunian, as that is something accessible and people do play, but it's also a great piece of music. Great piece. So we got to make sure that you know we're hitting all we're hitting all of those things. And I wonder too, like how ma- are there pieces? What pieces fall into that category that are so? Here we go, trumpet famous. Yeah, <laughs> that we have opinions locked and loaded about them. Now, I mean, I know we all know a lot of rap and have opinions about pieces, but what falls in that bucket? Yeah. Well, I, doesn't Hindemith go right in there? It does. Of Whether course. you say it right or not. I mean, yeah. really, that's just, uh, I, I, I'm American. I said it right. So this is make, America. I said it right. I said it right. What do you call the, the company, the country right next to Portugal? Are you kidding me? Yeah. 
What do you call it? No, I don't. I I don't know what's the next to Portugal. Where's Portugal? Uh, the city that has Barcelona. The, the, the country <laughs> that has Barcelona. I think you mean Barcelona. There we go. So what country <laughs> oh. is that? Yeah. Uh, that's Spain. So you don't call it Espana? Well, I just called there. it Espana. Well, right. You're not in Germany. Brian so just called it Espana. I just called it Espana. Yeah, right. He's a giant pain in the butt. Well, if I were in <laughs> Alamond, I would say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, I agree with you that Hindemith is in that category. Yeah, I think that's I think that's an easy one that goes in there. Mm-hmm. But boy, there, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure there are. And I, I'm with Maximino on this. Kennan gets played a lot. Kennan yes, does, does get played a lot. That's true. It gets requested am, a lot. Do you think it's in the same league as Artunian and Hindemith? Is what I'm saying musically. Not musically. Not musically. That's what, yeah. See, that's the yeah. thing. Is that I agree. It's a piece of lit, and I, I do. I you use it, and I've had students work on it. And yeah. you know, hmm. Is Hindemith the right? same? All right. So if you just played the trumpet part, Hindemith versus Cannon. What do you it's mean? still What's not close because the canon has so much repetitive material. Oh god, the material. first movement is you play everything, the and lick, then you then you play the lick up a step, keys. and then the whole thing is up a half step. And yep. then the B Just section is in again. one one key, and then another, and then yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then you're right back, and that's it. Right. That's the whole first movement. That's it. yeah. Come on. And that's a short episode. I'm just yeah. saying. That's all. I'm <laughs> I'd have to have ten categories in Jeopardy. Right. Which you guys would fold on. Well, of course, that's what every we do. single one of them. You yeah. guys. You are the fold standard. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jeopardy. Brand. Nice. <laughs> wow. Fold, I like the fold standard. You're the fold standard in Jeopardy. <laughs> but yeah, well, I do here's... think we got to think about what those would be. And uh, But I think Hindemith is an easy one. I'm not, and there are others. I yeah. mean, uh, here's what I think we should do. For, for a historic uh, importance count. Yeah, but they do. Sure. They do. And then we it's can like, start arguing I, after. I just remember, I, I went in and I said to Keith, Toward the end of my time there, I'm like, listen, I want a lesson on the Hummel. And he did the, he made the same sound I just did, which was, <sighs> and I'm like, look, I'm going to have to teach this thing a thousand times. I just want to know what you think about it. Okay, let's go. But if you really want to know how to play Hummel, just go listen to Mozart opera. Yes. Yeah. And I right, went, come on. oh, that's right. Sure. <laughs> Here endeth the lesson. Right. Or as Joey would say, Here endeth the lesson. <laughs> no, that's what you would say. I'm the one that says the th wow. correctly. Like You're the height. one that mispronounces it. There is like no height. height. <laughs> there is height. There's no h after that. The h the h is before the h is I, before. Here's what I think we should do. I think this is the perfect thing. If someone wants to write in, what are the pieces we should cover here? Yeah, they send should the send this. Yeah, we want yeah. the suggestions. The open bell at gmail.com. Send them. In. Yeah, and then we can follow up on that because yeah. I actually, from our perspective, I enjoyed that episode. A lot. I yeah. love talking about the Artunian. Yeah, and we should uh, tackle some other pieces. Uh, I like talking about it because I was right about the mute choice in the second. No, Incorrect. no, you Slow weren't. No, 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 that's you not. That's you not. remember that you were right. No. You can but, think that you were right, but that doesn't mean it's true. No. As evidenced by Tony Brisk. Right, so you, know, you and Tony so can both one, be wrong. It's fine. Tony's right. a terrific so player. I like Philly Tony. Pete. Yeah, of you course. Both, you can both be wrong. He totally killed the show, too. Sure. One, one person agrees with you? No. Yeah, that's not how this yeah. works. I don't think a lot so. of people. I'm getting more people on this bandwagon. You guys are alone together. You're <laughs> Naturally. Welcome, <Joey. laughs> Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Email number two. Karen, 
Can Brian, Joey, and Bill discuss the below topic on the open belt? Well, let's see. How do you get beginning trumpet students back on track when initial instruction hasn't taken, either as a result of not practicing, missed or condensed lessons due to school scheduling issues, or the concepts not being understood quickly? I'm referring specifically to teaching 9, 10, 11-year-olds in a small group setting in school. I see them once a week for half an hour. Some of the specific issues are students rely too much on lip exertion mm, mm. and falling into the range below C, and then they struggle to get above that pitch. And one other follow-up to that like is, it. as you're thinking about that, is what do you do when the student gets, oh, I love this, help from a relative before their first lesson? Oh. And, and they come in having, you know, so they're set up the way Uncle Jim told them to play. Yeah. Yeah, that's a harder problem. It well, if it's is. Uncle Jim Wilt, they're probably fine. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. Right. By the way, this like, is just, a... Yeah, sit down with him thing. every day and you're yeah. going to be just fine. Our listener here, by the way, is Sean Healy. So, Sean, thanks for writing in to the open bell. Sean is awesome. And uh, let's see if we can find you, get you some help here. He's my people. Oh, there you go. He's been That's teaching your... beginners, beginning band for, for years and totally doing it right. And, man, so conscientious. He's also crazy. He's a skydiver. That's not wow. okay. He's crazy. He sends me videos and pictures, and I'm like, I mean, it makes my makes my stomach turn watching it. I'm like, wow, that's he's crazy. He's come down here. There's a skydiving place next to near Roland. Yeah, he's totally insane. No, uh, but a very jump, conscientious teacher and a great jumping guy. Jumping out of perfectly good planes is just not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, an so adrenaline got, like, junkie. So we've got two problems here, right? Uh, the first problem is if you're only seeing them once a week, that's just not enough time to reinforce yeah. and reinforce. So, uh, I've been thinking about this since the last time we, we've talked about this before with some other people mm -hmm. that possibly then the, the way to go is to make some short YouTube videos that then they can play along oh, with at home. Yes. Oh, so I like we, it. we talked about this in yeah. our weekly thing. Then every day you email out and say, go here. Or they can go to YouTube or maybe if they have a Canvas site, you know, something they can sure. do internally. Sure. So that they have videos that they can go, remember this. Here's how we set up. Here's how we, you know, here's how we breathe. Here's how we're tonguing. And it sounds like this and it looks like this. And like, a, you know, a, a series of short videos that then those students can check in on the rest of the week, right? What do you guys think? Well, yeah, yeah, that's a great I, idea. I've suggested to a lot of band directors, band programs, and I've done clinics for, you know, vertical, uh, you know, vertical alignment, right? So when you've got all the teachers that are there that teach throughout the program and trying to come together with a common vocabulary and all that, and I always suggest have the seniors in your program record the beginning band book. And then right. on yeah. the website, just have those clips like Joey's talking about, you know, you've got a senior all-stater, uh, trombone player have him record the essential elements book he could do it in an afternoon right right yeah he could go course. back and play hot cross buns or whatever else he needs to and then you have that for those students yeah but even like, from an instruction standpoint of just talking through with a lesson this week with beginners sure we're talking about here's how to do this talk them through and then just two three four minute videos doesn't it shouldn't be long if it's 10 minutes they're not going to watch yeah, it's right. too long. Something really short that they can go, right, that's what we talked about. I'm going to do that. And, and like set it up to be back and forth. I'll do it. You do it. I'll do it. You do it. And then the student has a, a four-minute video to go back and forth with you that they can do every single day, even if it's only four or five minutes. Yep. That's going to reinforce what you're trying to get, that good setup, that good setup. That's problem one. Now, right. the relative problem, that's a whole separate one. <laughs> You have to be very careful how you go about this because most of these relatives are very well-meaning. Of course. Yeah. Even if they don't really know what they're doing, they're trying their best to help out <laughs> their 
you know, kid. So I think when doing that, you have to say, that's great. And not, but, but, and, oh, of course, spend time playing with your, you know, mother, father, uncle, aunt, grandparent, whatever, knock yourself out. And remember to do what we're doing in band Mm -hmm. in addition to, so not stepping on their toes, not saying, well, listen, your uncle doesn't have any idea what he's doing. <laughs> you know, yeah. in about six weeks, you're going to be playing better than that. No, none of that's going to do any good because <laughs> what you're doing then is stepping on a familiar relationship and, and a bad vibe. So you yeah. want to say, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, make sure you're still doing what we talk about as well, because then what happens is as that student gets better, that that relative will take partial credit and be hanging with the kid where they're going to get more playing. And that's better. That's way I better. I like it. Yeah, he's super specific with this, right? Like, help from a relative before their first lesson. So I think his concern yeah. is, right, like, I think that's a great, elegant solution to getting them out of the, you know, the way later. But, man, yeah, if you got a kid coming in, like, he's already set up because this is the way that I was told to do it. And then kids at this age are great, right? Because you go, well, I'd like you to try it this way. And they say, but I've always done it this way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've been playing for 45 minutes. 45 minutes, exactly, or two days, whatever it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but not not an easy problem to solve. Although, the way that information goes out, you know, um, you know, what is the schools in Texas, man? They only send the mouthpiece home for the first two weeks. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That wasn't like that when I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I know well, there are and programs it's all, that all rental, right? So they get the whole, whole thing from the yeah. local shop anyway. Yep. They're yeah. 7C and they're... Ugh. Yes. Actually, Sean did switch all his guys to 5Bs. Yes. 5B is the he way to go. All He's in. doing yeah. good work. He's doing that's great it. work. Well, that's that's a big part of the battle right there, getting yeah. some good equipment to start on. I think you send the letter home. If your relative plays on a 7C, they are not allowed to speak to your child about the trumpet. That's right. They're, <laughs> they're out of the will. Yeah. What, what out you do of the family. You, right. You say, uh, just refer them to this podcast if any questions. They can they can call. They can email. We'll be happy mm-hmm. to talk to them. But, you know, there is so much information that goes home ahead of time. I wonder what how it would look if it was like students are encouraged to not play their trumpet or not play their instrument prior to their first lesson so that they can sure. well, receive actually, fundamental yeah, instruction. I actually know? like that when I, uh, the couple of years in Lafayette yeah. where I've talked about this, where I started Beginners, that first day in the summer where they showed up for that, that first day of band, I was handing out the trumpets from the store. So right. the first time they got their horns, I was in the room saying, all right, latches down. <laughs> so when you open it, the horn doesn't fall out. Yeah. Here's how you hold it. Here's how you put the mouthpiece in. Here's how we're going to make a sound and let's go. So yeah. I, I really did have them from minute one of playing. See, this is the thing. Latches down is great. Label up, right? Because most of the cases, they yeah, put the label, label on the top. Good. And but, on the floor. Right. But Brian's students, no, he has them remove the label from the case. That's right. You have no <laughs> right. idea where no, right the mutes, right the not shoots. the case. Oh. <laughs> the mutes. <laughs> the no, no stickers anywhere. You got <laughs> so, stickers on that case? That's, that's going to ruin your sound. That's why you can't sound. find Brian's car. You never know where he's been because there's no right. stickers. No, no stickers. stickers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, again, thanks, Sean. Hopefully that was uh, helpful. Yeah, that was a little bit. All right, email number three. Hey, guys, thanks for the great work on the podcast. I appreciate the format, the approach, the humor, and, of course, the soothing sound of Bill's voice on my drive to work every oh, Tuesday. Oh, holy moly. Wow. <laughs> I know you guys don't ever have guests, and I really respect that, but it does make me wonder if you have ever considered guests, and if you did decide to have guests, who would make the top five? Thanks for giving this some thought. Rex from Virginia. 
All right, top five guests of all time. Does this have to be uh, living people, or can this be living or dead? Well, I mean, since we're never, since I mean, I think we're kind of we can we're solid here saying we're never going to do it. Right, right. So yeah, no guests, like no caves. I mean, top top five. If you're going to have someone on here and join this circus, (laughs) who would that be? (laughs) Right. It is a circus. It is a circus. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. But it's our circus. That's a good question. So yeah. on the spot right now we have to come up with five. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think the easy one is Vince, right? Because we'd say, "Hey, Vince, welcome," and we'd have to say, "Okay, you have to stop talking because somebody else has to talk." Because he would be great. <laughs> he's he's smart. He's informative. He never stops talking. He's got more stories than the, all three of us put together. <laughs> yes, he does. Right? He does. So that I think Vince would be a great one. So yeah. it has to be trumpet players. I don't think it says well, that, but it's, it is a trumpet podcast. It doesn't say that, but it is a well, trumpet slash apparently now cornet podcast. Yeah. Well, now that we're oh. going to get that good information out there. Vince is a good call. Time. Yeah, because Vince has great, one. great information. And and he's funny and chatty and, and he's, yeah, personal. And entertaining. Yeah. Well, you got to have Doc. <laughs> Doc is also so funny and chatty. Funny, chatty, great stories. Great stories. I mean, yeah. he's got stories of things that happened on the Tonight Show. We all do, but except that he was there. Yeah. We all have Tonight Show stories, but Doc was actually in the room. But he's got stories all the way back to like Charlie Barnett's band. Yeah. 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 yeah that's but he's good. entertaining. No, Doc right? is Doc is also an amazing. That's a great call, Brian. Who you got? You got to give us somebody. Oh come on, Louis Armstrong. Oh, wow. oh, see, now we went dead. Okay. He would never come on our show. <laughs> he would love this show. No, he would love the show. I think so. Wow. There's I the history a... of jazz trumpet. I think that would be amazing. Wow. Yeah, that would be amazing. Why do you have Lewis or do you have Winton? Well, why can't we have both? Well, we can. We'll run out of spaces. <laughs> well, we've got three, so we need two more. Right. Because Winton. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Winton. I mean, how do you not want Winton? Look at what yeah. he's done. Right. He's done because we've agreed that he's beyond trumpet famous. He's famous. he's famous, famous. Yeah. I mean, famous, Jazz at Lincoln famous. Center. He just kind of made made that go. Like, out of yeah. Just yeah. sheer will. I mean, that's pretty old cloth. Oh, yeah. Here's an idea. Yeah. Boom. You know, it would be a great idea, and then there it is. And just have it happen. That's pretty good. And then obviously, I think I got number five locked and loaded. Are you prepared? I'm ready. Anton Weidegger. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's why I knew we were running out of spaces. I was just waiting for us to get there. Nails. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Anton. I mean, you know, he started the whole thing. No Bud yeah. Herseth. No Tom Stevens. Who? You got Anton. Anton fighting her. <laughs> Take a back seat. I love it. Sorry, boys. Did the guest is here. Actually, world premiere of the Hayden and Humble. Just saying. <laughs> right. Just yeah. saying. Just saying. That's no true. So yeah. Vince Doc. Armstrong, Winton, and Anton. That's a list. That's, that's a pretty, great that's list. That's a pretty good list. There's a great lot of list. people left off of that. Oh, yeah. A lot of people got left outside. Way looking, too many people got left On the outside looking yeah. in. None of them matter. Yeah. Right. That's you know, amazing. We'll cross them off. Yeah. This guy's dead. And out. I'm out. Right. Wow. All right. Honorable mention. Seriously, I, I don't know if you ever got to spend much time with Lori Frank. Oh, Did yeah, you ever get so much time with Lori? Great. 
No. Because you I, talk about enough somebody to know. Not, not just as a teacher, but as a player. Uh, yes. Like she was out on Betty Goodwin's band at a time where that just, you know, wasn't a thing. That did, wasn't <laughs> right. a thing at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So her stories, unbelievable. And her knowledge as a teacher, yeah. also just uh, spectacular. So I think there's my that's my honorable mention. We got to have. I think her that's there. a great one. Lori's yeah. great. I yeah. actually was around her when she was on the ITG board. Okay. Yep. Spectacular board oh, she's, member. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Just no bones about I, it. I got to this hang out with her just a few times here and there, and, that, and she was always just the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Great question. That is a good one. Yeah. You have to think about that. Yeah. Because maybe we should set up some competitions for these people to get in. Like a little a bracket of some sort, right? I like this idea. I like the, the bracket. winner gets to be on the podcast, so we'll have to get Anton on. Yeah, yeah. You could channel him in here. I think easily. So. We'll work him in. Conjure yeah. him up. Could do it, yeah. no doubt. All right, boys. Email number four. Hey guys, thanks so much for this season of the Open Bell. I guess I'm just looking for some reassurance here. Please tell me that there will be a season three. Okay. Well, this is this is. I guess we're ready to announce. Oh, by Spoilers. the way, signed. Hopeful in New Jersey. well i mean we've been in some serious negotiations but uh i think we're ready to say firmly that there will be a season three of the open bell that's yeah we can announce that yeah we can secure the support yep yeah the all the talent has been signed yeah and uh so have the three of us yeah exactly and uh (laughs) yeah we're good to go we're looking forward to it we'll be back in the fall so, now we have we have started our season three topics, some things we'd hope to get to this time, but we've kind of bumped to season three, and then some new stuff will come about. And of course, the retreat is always that's just yeah, fertile big ground. Planning. We're gonna we're gonna get a lot done. Although there. this time we're we're working. Like, yeah, yeah, we working. are working that week, and you yeah, and I are working, working both get, ends of it. Yeah, yeah we are. Like we're and playing I, trumpet on one end, but then of course cornet on the back end, finally trying to well, get some good information out about the, this <laughs> in, under underrepresented instrument, especially finally. On this podcast. Well, you know, it took a couple guys like us, Joey, you and I, to, exactly. to get this done. Exactly. I mean, somebody you know. had to do it. So yeah. I will go ahead and I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Fell on the sword. Yeah. We'll do that. And we're going to have to the... talk to Peter about getting me that E-flat cornet. I need that horn. Oh, yeah. You could do <laughs> yeah. the Soxa. If you had that, you could do the Soxa this summer. The concertino. <gasps> Ooh. All right. Let's go talk to Peter this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. We'll go talk to him on Wednesday, that right good. after your recital. There we go. I said, you know what I want to do on the recital, but didn't have the horn for. Now, Peter, <laughs> mm-hmm. could have been eight horns in 60 minutes. <laughs> could have been. This was not an email, but uh, it was a text I got today from Rich Hartsicker, and Rich is really interested in the piece that you're doing at, you know, at ITG. Uh, your piece. Which would be this week, my piece, yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, so I sent it to him told him he can't, he's not allowed to play in public until you premiere it yeah you know but anyway uh because he's but got some recitals co- coming up when it's not all the way done yet we're still doing a couple of edits there i'll get you the, the best copy mm, excellent because we just had two more today so we I'll did we just out. changed yeah. some stuff yeah uh that's all right i <laughs> told him it was, it was a draft okay it's fine change but right anyway until the day uh, of the gig. i told him yeah he's because he's got some more recitals coming up yeah and he might program nice. it and then i said well you could program it or i could write you something else so nice. how is he going to play it? Does he play bass? No, but I suggested he go B flat, cornet flugelhorn. Oh, cornet flugelhorn. Cornet flugelhorn. Right. See again, I'm promoting yeah. the cornet. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody has time. to. Somebody should really do that. Well, what about flugel cornet? 
because the third movement has all the the kind of technical flashy the stuff. Might, that might actually stuff. Be, yeah. that might actually be better. Mm. Might be a better trumpet flugel cornet. Oh, you could do that. Yeah, because then the first two movements really would be the same. Right. Interesting. And Go plus, from bass trumpet get, to cornet. <laughs> yeah, but you know the cornet finishing off, like I talked about before. You know, and, and with mm. the cornet, <laughs> like people should. Yeah, because you again, it's that great combination of sound plus the technical facility associated with the instrument. That's what that I'm just, saying. That not a lot of, but there's just not enough focus on it. Right. <laughs> We're gonna shine some light here on it. It's about yeah, time. it's about it is about time. Yeah. Thank goodness. You'd think that one of these brass band people would have been the one to step up. You would yeah, think. Well, since they, they won't play it all will. the time. But no, yeah. what does it take? A couple of trumpet players to really. Yeah, it's a, yeah. we're happy to do it. I'm happy Keep to help. I'm here to help. That's it. Here to help. All right. Email number five and our last one. This question is for Joey. No offense, Brian. But I wonder if Joey <laughs> has ever considered going on the real Jeopardy show. I think he could be a contender. <gasps> oh. And I'm sure and I'm sure that he does too. <laughs> Thanks for answering. Uh Debbie from Arizona. <laughs> It is funny. I have this is not the first time I've actually been asked this in real life. I have never I believe really that. Taken, I've never really taken the Jeopardy test. Uh, I think oh, like a lot do of it. things. I think like a lot of things. There are times where I've watched a show of Jeopardy and think, if I were on today, I might have a shot. And then there are other days I watch and think, oh, if I were on today, I wouldn't make Final Jeopardy. You know, it's like if it had the right categories. And so, right. but I'm a big fan of the show. Obviously, I do love it. But I haven't ever done that. I should be, maybe I should take the test. We, do it. Take the test. All right, I'll take the test. Well, yeah, I'll, we want to know. Re, I'll report back. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. How does that work? Are there points? I think you get a card. <laughs> you a card. Is there a card that yeah, says like you qualified? Then, Your yeah. very own buzzer. Take home. <laughs> Joey would break the buzzer. No, Joey working. would rewire it. Yeah. Here's what yeah, we go. It's the Kobayashi, Kobayashi Maru of uh, buzzers there. And I'm out. You are out. Wow. Well, again, we encourage you, even in the off season here, right? Send us your ideas about uh, what we're going to talk about next season. You know, any questions you have, anything you want to know, because we do love viewer mail. We love to get email from you. Absolutely. And with what we're paying Karen now, we got to have stuff for her to do. <laughs> she needs to be working. Yes, for sure. She totally needs to be working. All right, boys, time for a couple things. It's hard to believe that this is our 90th episode. Yeah, it feels more like 200. But the time has come <laughs> to put season two to rest, and that doesn't happen without some thoughtful reflection. Like any trumpet recital, there might be some stuff we want back, but for the most part, we like the way we did it and thought we would recap <laughs> some wow. of the things today to put a bow on this bad boy. Uh, this also helps us know that we're headed to the, you know, like to the work that lies ahead to provide our listeners with absolute best in trumpet knowledge. So we're excited about that. So, boys, let's take a look back and talk about some of the highlights, the lowlights, and anything else we want. After all, it's our show. We could do whatever we want. <laughs> we could do whatever we want. That is so true. I, I, but I have thought back at this season, and I thought there were some really some great episodes I really enjoyed. Yeah. You know? I thought there were some particular moments that deserved to mm. maybe maybe get a little accent or a light shined on them there. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right, Brian, let's round robin the way we do here. What do you got? These are just the ones that I, I would just do one at a time, right? Yeah. And then we go around. Yeah, okay. yeah sure, sure. So um, this is the first one that came to mind, and it's it's recent, and it just made me laugh so much as we were putting it together and uh, and got to work on it. And that was the the episode. Um, I guess I did the other numbering system, uh, my numbering system, but it's eighty seven, which was uh, 
trumpet as the greatest instrument. I just loved <laughs> yeah, coming just up with the point, list a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Just well, it, la- it, I laughed it needed all to week. Be done because you know we need people to understand how this works. Yeah. 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 This this made my list as well. Oh, the trumpet. That's funny. And, this did not make my list. Oh, interesting. And Joey's title, right? We would we call it when you published it, the trumpet God's instrument. That's right. Which I I think clearly. I don't know if I said this on the air. I said I said to you after you. That is something Maynard used to say all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we, yeah, we played play yeah, trumpet, God's instrument. Yeah, you know, which is <laughs> always it's just a great line. So our friend Josh, of course, and, and I was just there in Altoona as I, I talked about on the last episode, I think. Um, but played with the Altoona Symphony, and Josh says he goes, "All right, the trumpet, God's instrument." That episode was great. You did the trombone joke. I didn't think you were going to do it, you but you did it. And you went all the way out on a limb yep. and were dancing around out there and still stuck that landing. I, knew, I can't believe I you knew. did that. Very I impressive. Knew. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yep. So Josh Josh saw that one coming to my way. He's heard me do that, uh, oh, that material before. and uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was great. So, no, I, I think that that was not only – that was great information. It's our responsibility to put that out there. Yeah, well, of course. It's necessary. But, but anytime we can bash other instruments in the process. <laughs> All the better for it. Of course. Yeah. You know they're bashing yeah, us the, when we're the, not in the room. The clarinet took a beating on that podcast. but <laughs> As it, it should it, have. It, it well earned. It totally well, deserves it. Yeah, exactly absolutely. Right. I was that giggling is... about that episode last week on my drive to Boston. Sarah's yeah. like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? She's not Just having it at all. No, of course. Yeah. Uh, Come on. No. That that was a lot of fun, right? That I enjoyed was. that. All right. Yeah. So my first one is just one moment from one episode that has now have it, taken on a life of its own. This was back on episode fifty six. Wow. Bill came in and told us about a student, <laughs> and said, "Oh, you mean do a fancy?" <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> now yes. part of the lexicon. <laughs> That was a good. That was a good highlight for me right there. Oh, you did a fancy, yeah. Caitlin. Let's just say hypothetically that was her name, as if it were uh, with two Y's. Yes. Um. Yeah. She was. Uh. She was very happy that that made the. In fact, as soon as she said it, I said, "You're going on the podcast tonight." Yeah. 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 But yeah, I was very pleased that that was my first uh, looking back. I, I know this is shocking to you. Mine are in order. So, starting back in the '56, you know, like. Oh right. So, that uh, is entirely. Yeah. Entirely shocking. But yeah, uh, yeah, doing a fancy. I'm like, yeah, that's that's important. We need to make sure that that stays. And that, that definitely needs to stay. Yeah, we need to keep our eye on that one. But that was uh-huh. a, a strong moment for me. So, Bill, mm-hmm. what was your first one for us here? My first one, and I got to say, I was nervous about this episode going in because I thought we could be, we might, you know, I wouldn't offend anybody, uh, but the WTF Guide to Health and Wellness <laughs> was one of the... <laughs> One of the things that I enjoyed. Uh, again, an important so topic. Very important, important topic. Definitely important topic. Yeah. You know? Oh, um, they take care of themselves. But the feedback on that episode was great, too. And, of course, all positive because everybody understood what we were up to. Right. Helping you know? people with their Helping health Helping people, wellness. yeah. Right. Just yeah. being helpful. Keep That's people all healthy. That's all we're ever doing. We're helpful. Right. We're That's why we're here. <laughs> That's really why we givers. started the thing, really. Right. Right. I mean, we just want people to think of the children. Won't someone exactly. please just think of the children? Just think about them. They're our future. Yeah, you teach them well and let them lead the let way. Let them lead and the I'm way and, and we're both out. 
Shame on you. That's fair. Houston, Houston we have a problem. <laughs> Whitney Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> oh, man. I got to write that down for duets. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that's pretty yeah. good. But uh, all that to say, I think we did that really well. Yeah. We may have to yep. you know, expand upon that. In the to future. revisit that. that. Could happen. Well, we have done, you know, we've doubled up on some other lists before. We yeah. had how to how to get a job. I think part one is you how, how to keep, to keep a, job. a job. Right. We did right. that. And we did a book club, do a media club. So we can keep yeah. going there. Yeah. We can keep going. I think another, I think the listeners might like that. Another episode on wellness might be yeah. very welcome. <laughs> Maybe mindful trumpet playing. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. that way. Journaling through your trumpet yeah. playing. Coach them right. up. There we go. Exactly. All right, Brian. Life, life coach them up. All right, my, se- my second one. <laughs> coach him. Yeah, exactly. All right. My, so my second one was, um, I guess it's episode 80. Oh. Yeah, it was when we did Artunian. Yeah. And we took that apart. And, you know, obviously because of the mute discussion and what happened after the mute discussion. And then our, the information we got post-episode from Dave Hickman. Yeah. Um, about the, the mm. writing of the, the, the cadenza. cadenza. Right. Yeah. I thought that was very helpful. And since it's um, played so often, now, I'm hopeful people can remind me it. about that. Did you reach out to Dave or was he actually listening to the podcast and sent you a note? <laughs> no shot. I, I don't think Dave knows the yeah, podcast. I don't exists. think so either. Just to be clear. <laughs> I do yes. think he knows our names. He so, does. <laughs> well, yeah, we're in the book. That's right. Well, That's I, right. I, yeah, I like Dave. Dave and I both have a Diet Coke problem. I, I, I like that about I like yeah. Dave. Dave is awesome. And he, is I mean, he knows, I mean, just in, obviously encyclopedic knowledge of everything. So, yeah. yeah. So we, we had a nice little email exchange. And and, and even helpful. though you're really, really wrong about this mute thing, I, <laughs> I do think it's an important discussion to have. Yeah. 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 I think it sort of shows that, you know, you believe this is a safe, safe place for you to say whatever you like. Right. Me and Tony Prisk. No, no matter as long how as you believe wrong that. you are. Yeah, as long as you believe that. Yeah. Go watch okay. the video of Tony Prisk. I that watched on the temple. it. Listen, it's, I like Tony. Tony it plays great. great. It's still the wrong mute. <laughs> it sounds Not great. the right mute. No. When he pulled it, it out, I was so happy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> he sounds great. The mute sounds great. Chris did a beautiful job on the mute. Yeah, that is, come on. That's the, that is my solo tone of choice. There you go. Absolutely. When called the upon. The trump core. Yeah, the trump core solo tone. Can't I'm go using, wrong. Yeah, I'm using two mutes in my recital at ITG. They're both Trump mm-hmm. course. Both Trump course. Yeah. Uh, the other day on Facebook, speaking of mutes, Josh Kaufman posted a thing. He had like eight straight mutes lined up. He was trying <laughs> to pick pick one for a very specific thing. And man, they were all sounding. Of course, he sounds like a million bucks, but yeah. they were all sounding very, very different. It right. was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember coming into college and seeing that, like, you know, on. You know, Mel had a ton, and then Barbara had a bunch in her office of like, why would anybody have this many straight mutes? And by the time <laughs> I graduated college, I had at least four, and I'm like, oh, yeah. now I know why, because because mm-hmm. you, you need mm-hmm. them. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, Joey, what's your next one? Okay, my next one is an actual episode, but it's the only one I, I wanted. I got talked about some moments, but I will tell you, episode 57, where we just decided. Underrated, overrated, or properly rated. Yeah. We gotta keep we gotta do that again. <laughs> that that was my number one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went yeah. in order. So it's, I'm going chronologically. I love but that but the, the rating the rating of things, there's nothing more <laughs> trumpety that we've ever done. And I think we have oh. to keep doing it. Yeah. I think I think we have to do it again. Yeah. I the best my memory of that, the best moment for me was when Brian came out with his first overrated declaration. <laughs> And you and I were both like, oh, 
we're going yeah. there. Brian went like neck deep on that episode. He All went in. right in. It was fantastic. No danger of ever being found out. No, it's it's too good. And yeah. unapologetically, yeah, the way he said it, the look on his face, overrated. Overrated. <laughs> no question, no doubt. No doubt. Right down the middle. I was ready he had for decided it. this yeah. this is the hill to die on. <laughs> overrated. Yeah. And I stand my ground. That's right. Yeah. All in. Yeah, that was no, that was a an absolute favorite. The, this the whole episode. That was a great way. We're gonna have to do that again. Yeah, and that that's episode all, that's did, on my list for the uh, retreat. Yeah, that did get some attention. There's yeah. no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, have, there are people who, and this is the other. There's a quick aside here, uh, I because I know you guys have had the same experience too. Out of nowhere, you bump into somebody somewhere completely out of context. Hey, enjoying the podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a book order the other day, right? Yeah, it came in. I'm like, and sometimes people will attach a note or say something. The guy's like, "Here's my shipping address." Blah blah blah. If you send it, if you don't send it to this address, you'll be doing it wrong. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> ah, you're like, hey. By the way, love the podcast. I'm like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Beautiful. Pretty crazy. Well, I, yeah. Actually, just today, uh, I uh, met with online. Do you guys remember Nick Chardelli, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Now Nick's in the Air Force and he's out in Hawaii. Yeah, so he's like, hey, you know, tough gig stuff. Uh, well, yeah, right. it is actually a tough gig because there's not a lot of playing. <laughs> you know, he's trying to do a lot of stuff and kind of keeping himself right. But there's not a ton going on. So we're, we're getting together, working through some stuff. And he said, yeah, so I just listened to the uh, one on, on auditions. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're <laughs> listening? He goes, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's great. That's wild, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Our that voices awesome. are being heard in Hawaii. Yeah. Excellent player. Every Excellent Tuesday. Player. Oh, terrific player. Yeah, next time. That's great. cool. Yeah. Great. So uh, that gets Around us the to Horn you. we go. Gets us to me, and yeah. I can't help because I just want to say that both the topics and the sarcasm were real on this. Bad pedagogy. <laughs> Whatever number that was. When we went in. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. That was we a favorite. Went in, that was a favorite. Coming out of the shoots with use more air. Was, that was so therapeutic for me. Seventy nine. There we go. Episode seventy nine. Bad right. pedagogy. Yeah. Yes. That that was like just a cathartic sort of experience to just oh, say all good. that stuff out great. loud, right? That yes. felt very good. Rolled up our sleeves, got real. It just went in. Yeah. Finally, got to say no. <laughs> it's not okay just to say that. Yeah, just more air. It's answered every question. Bad pedagogy <laughs> was beautiful. Bad pedagogy. Well, we're going to come back to that too. Well, yeah, that's there's gonna... plenty of that to go around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Un unfortunately, there's way uh, you know there's way mm -hmm. too much of that. Mm -hmm. Several mm -hmm. episodes worth. Yes. Yeah. Bad, too bad there I just can isn't. See, I can see bad pedagogy too. This time it's personal coming next yeah. season. <laughs> this time. <laughs> I'm gonna name names. Yeah. They call it name it's, and shame. It's too bad there isn't a, an event coming up where we could just I don't know be around and have a lot of opportunities to collect it. Yeah. Take notes. Gosh. Yeah. You know, well, for schedule. two of us, I mean, you, know, you have some to of sit through are, a lot. Some of us are going camping. So, yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Evolutionary step backwards. So. I think camping is a great idea. No. Oh, speaking of which. All right. So there have been there have been twice in my life that I have essentially have come mm -hmm. up with an idea that I've run past you guys to just be kind of silly and funny. That mm -hmm. has later been used by comedians, and John Mulaney is now doing one of my bits. <laughs> so does he listen wow. to the podcast? Does he know? 
I, of course he doesn't know. You He's actually nowhere people. But you people guys are the info. ones. Media. You guys are the ones who can back me up. I was listening to him uh, interviewed on a podcast. Uh, maybe it was Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Great podcast. Very funny. So he was talking about his son and how his son will just sit outside and look up at the clouds for hours at a time. And he says, oh, do you like the outdoors? And John Mulaney says, oh, no, no, no. I consider myself an endorsement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, hold You're on like, a yes, second. That's my, my bit. <laughs> yeah. That's mine. Well, I I had a similar thing. I had a whole bunch of people start texting me. It was a couple of months ago. Jim Gaffigan came out with his new special and did a bit on band and marching band and mm-hmm. instruments. And people are like, oh, he dude, did. he's yes. doing your thing. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> he's doing your bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. doing your band bit. So, so I'm a little mad at John Mulaney as I, well, I I'm a huge fan, so. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. All right, so we are around to number three. Round number three, three, Brian, it's on you. Yeah, it's up yeah. to you. So my wife doesn't listen to any of these. Nor um, should she. But right. occasionally I will talk to, talk about these. And and this one, I, I mentioned the, the, the title to her. Work-life balance. <laughs> Work-life balance. <laughs> she said, you idiots don't know anything about that. Yeah. As, as you disappear into the basement again That's for like right. until 10 o'clock at night. Exactly. She might be on to something here. Maybe. Yeah. It's, no, we definitely it, don't. It, it's possible. Yeah. No, yeah. we have the three of us. Life. The three of us giving advice on work-life balance is <laughs> a little crazy. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe, we have a grasp a, on maybe, it. Maybe a little bit. We know it exists. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a couple of YouTube clips on it. Yeah. <laughs> read a pamphlet. Something to aspire to. It's a pamphlet in the doctor's office. Well, I'm I'm glad you went that way for number three because I have also got a, a bone to pick with you about number three, Brian. <laughs> it was, uh, I believe, episode sixty-five where you were asking about a cornet adapter. Oh no! Which I can't even believe you brought that up. Oh no! Because if you remember, this kept going because we went back, we Mm. looked again, and this led to me when I was in Lexington, and I was there with Eric Moran, who works for Pickett, right? He works at Pickett, and and I'm there asking him, "Hey, what is this thing?" He's like, "Oh yeah, we don't make those." (laughs) Yeah, my head hurts again already. (laughs) You know, of all things, like this had a life of its own. I love that. This led all the way through. This was like a little, you know. A weed no. growing through the season. <laughs> Within two seconds, I got the same headache right now I had the night we talked about that. Uh, Rover on the piano bench, I have three of them. One of them works, two of them don't work. Oh, then use the one that works. Hits the yeah. one, hit the one in the middle, and I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wow, you're out. There it's, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think that's, exactly. Is that Rocky Three? I think that's right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Cut that's me, shame- man. <laughs> Shameful, you know that that's the end of each one of those. Oh, it's good. You got to know you're Rocky. That's important. You got to know. Come on. Yeah. All right, Bill, what do you got for round three here? My round three, and I'm really happy that we did this, and I think we did it in a really good way, aggressively mediocre. Oh. Yeah. Crowded in the middle. Right? It's crowded in the middle. It's not crowded at the top. It's not crowded. It's crowded in the middle. It's crowded. But I thought this was a mix between, you know, Real life information, a public service announcement. Yeah. And a little bit of sarcasm thrown in there. Yeah, that's episode 71. Yeah, 71. Yeah. 71, aggressively mediocre. Mm-hmm. And and I, it was funny because I had a, a bunch of people reach out to me about that and say that I just hadn't heard that term before. Yeah. Oh, I think that's your term. It's definitely your term. I'll credit where credit's due. I think I might have got that from one of my sons. I think Mitchell oh, dropped that, that on me. Did you steal that from yeah, Mitchell? Yeah, that's oh, a right. Mitch thing. That's oh, something that... Nice. 
It sure sounds like something he would kids. say. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He brought him into that. the world. You should be able to steal from That's him. That's right. I steal stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah, That's I'm good. pretty sure I got that from him. Something being aggressively mediocre. <laughs> yeah. That is very resistant to excellence. I like it. That's beautiful. Happy right here in the middle. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Now, we we all that was uh we made our way around three times, right? Yes. yes. We, we do it. But we got to have, come on, something else on the outside, you know. You got any outliers? You got any honorable mentions? Oh yeah. My honorable mention, I'll just start us with this. Mine was overrated underrated. Because that, well, I, 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 which you already that, talked, about, that, but, talked about, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was ready for that when I woke up that morning, locked and loaded. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was ready to go <laughs> to convince I'll, yourself. <laughs> I tell you, I have a couple honorable mentions. Let me just throw this out. Go sure. ahead. Uh, one, during episode seventy, and I think it was in warming up. Brian actually admitted that he plays too loud. <laughs> and I thought that was like a watershed moment. I don't remember for the, that. For the world. <laughs> like, he's like, I think there might be a dynamic problem. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. So that was a good one for me. But uh, I think really, if I can, uh, Brian, did you have an honorable mention you want to throw in here? I had um, the rated one, but um, I yeah. thought that some really great information was when we did um, top five resources for accomplishing different things. Oh, yeah. that's certainly true. I yeah. think, yeah. So 15 really great places to go for information. I thought mm-hmm. it was super helpful. But yeah. I think maybe the most important thing we've done as a podcast over the Uh-oh. entire two seasons, mm-hmm. without go. question, is finally getting the recognition due to Anton Weidinger. Because <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, listen, Mm-hmm. Before mm-hmm. this podcast, the only time he ever comes up is on doctoral oral exams. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's it. Right. Now, household name. Household name. Yeah. If not trumpet famous. Famous. Oh, he was famous. Yeah. Yeah, he was at back in the day. Yeah. He was probably famous. We're bringing, we're bringing that back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've done anything more important than that. No. Yeah. No. Anton Weidinger. Yeah. Anton Weidinger. Getting him his due. What was uh, a couple? What was it? Three or four episodes ago, Bill dropped it in in one of the games. And we oh, both, dropped it in we both several. Folded, both yeah. folded. Yeah. I was so oh, embarrassed. Yeah. He's been Susan Anton Vidinger in duets. <laughs> I think That's I caught me. that one. Uh, you did get he that did. one. That was before and after. He was also in um, It All Adds Up. Do you remember that game we did? It All yes, Adds Up. Yes, we did not get that. Fold. No, you didn't. Anton Vidinger. No, we didn't get any of that. <laughs> You completely folded up. No shot. You guys were the fold standard on that one as yes. well. Absolutely. We're but no, I them. agree with you. I think yeah. the work we've done on behalf of Anton Weidinger is uh, crucial. Absolutely. Paramount. Really Vi- very important. Important. Yeah. yeah. Nothing more important. Got to get the t-shirts made. Sorry, the merch. We're falling through. We're we gotta just falling get We got to really get thing. going on that. Man. We've been it's, a little busy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's in it's in Karen's new contract. Summer, summer right. project. Yep. And all that chop saver should keep her moving. Exactly. <laughs> um, my, I wanted to bring something up that, you know, because this has happened to all of us, as I said earlier, uh, you know, people coming up to us talking about the podcast. But a great moment for me, this was, these was <laughs> on, at the hands of all IU students. These were all IU students <laughs> that did this. Because when I was at NTC, and they were all in with the, you're the guy. Yeah. You're the guy. You're Bill. The voice. The voice. Yeah. And then there was this whole, do it, say it. <laughs> thing but man joey your students were they were so much fun about this like they totally 
get it. Like they understand what's going on with it. They yeah. get it on all levels. They were they are just great. tremendous. They are great students. Absolutely. Yeah. They also play great. Yeah, that's also, great. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah. just a shout out to them, the IU students at NTC who were uh again not only played great, but they were just so much fun to get to meet them and yeah, talk a great about hang. this. No offense to you personally, Brian. Yeah, I yeah. can't yeah. imagine that's true. <laughs> Sounds like a bad idea. Well, I think we could safely look back at this and say that we like the way we did it. I'm I'm very happy with how we, <laughs> we podcasted it. Yeah. And I think this is also a healthy <laughs> it's a verb now. It is sure, now. why not? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, or casting the pod, as I like to say. Yeah, I'm casting the pod tonight. Yeah, um, I think the the healthy thing about this is that we figure out what we need to redo, right? Like what really worked for us. Yeah. And again, the open bell at gmail dot com. Yeah. If you think that we keep won't... in touch. Look, you want another round of bad pedagogy? Fine. Yeah, we'll do There's it. A piece you think we should be covering? You're like this is my favorite yeah. trumpet solo. Well, you should take that apart. Tell us yeah. what that is. Give us and, some more uh, advice. We'll ignore. Overrated, underrated, properly rated is coming back. Oh, that, that's coming. That's coming back. <laughs> but I like the sequel this time. It's personal. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Although for Brian, the first time was pretty personal. It was pretty personal the first yeah. time. He, he, wow. Yeah, I don't he, know what happened that week. I was I was ready for it. Well, whatever yeah. it is, let's make sure it happens again. Let's do that again. No problem. Because you, <laughs> yeah, you were like at bat. You know what that was? That was like first at bat, first pitch of the game walk off is what that was <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i think what you just coined is the, the lead off walk off that's what i just the coined there it is oh my we, brian, we, just, we just broke brian <laughs> brian, <laughs> brian you, hit it. you did you hit a lead off walk off lead off walk off <laughs> now we're getting somewhere and he's crying help me oh my god all right boys time for no offense Look, if you don't come back when we do, you're doing it wrong. We appreciate your business, and we love it when you tell your friends. Remember, misery loves company. If you don't bring two people with you to the first episode of next season, you're doing it wrong. Right. I bring your studio. safe to say. Bring you your tell whole studio. two friends, your whole studio. they bring two friends. And you're out. That's an <laughs> 80s shampoo commercial. Wow, wow. Yes, good for is. you. Wow. And they not told okay. two they friends. Nice. <laughs> that's not okay. It's an exponential growth. That's what we're looking for. Bring it on. It is. Yeah. But Maybe we can get up to 10 listeners next year. Yeah. I'm going to need to see the, the metrics. Huge, I keep asking Karen for the metrics. Yeah. She's millions. Come on. We're, we're triple digits. Millions of views and listens. <laughs> Sure. I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> Joe we're Rogan in Alaska. We're in Hawaii. Yeah, right. Oh, we're big in New Jersey. Big in huge New Jersey. Huge in New Jersey. Huge yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah, that's right. I think it goes without saying, even though we just said it. Well, at least I did. Yeah. It's not really what I wanted to talk about tonight. Target rich environment. <laughs> wow. But listen, bring friends. Let's keep this thing going. And and we are serious about writing in and telling us what you want to hear. Yeah, because we'll absolutely. do it. Now we're not going to interview you. We're not going to bring you on the podcast. It's, it's not going to happen. It's, no, it's just not going to happen. I mean, no, that's not a thing. Dream on. Yeah. And I'm just saying, it's just always it's going to be the three of us. And then when it isn't, then it just won't be. Right. It'll be the closed bell. Or as we learned, <laughs> right, a couple episodes ago in the game, the open bell, the blowhole. <laughs> if you remember. <laughs> That was I really forgot wanna... you made up stuff. I forgot about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> favorite episode. I can't believe that none of your favorites favorite moments uh, revolved around you guys folding at Jeopardy. 
Oh no, we that's your favorite moment making us full. <laughs> Too many to name. <laughs> Well, listen, that should about do it for today and for the season. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. We will look forward to being back with you for season three of The Open Bell. At that point, stay tuned, tell your friends and neighbors, and we will see you in the fall. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.